0: Today's podcast is dedicated to the memory of Dr. Junebug Jones, the tabby cat. We are sad to announce that Abby's cat and our official podcast mascot passed away last week from complications due to cancer. We want to take this opportunity to tell all our subscribers and listeners to please support your local animal shelters, either through donations or finding a furry friend of your own. We'll miss you, Dr. Bugs. Today's shout-out goes to Galaxy Edge Explorers. Follow Nadia and Bobby as they explore Disney's Star Wars Land. You can find them on Instagram at Galaxy Edge Explorers. We also want to give Bobby a huge thank you for creating our top of show music and for teaching us everything we know. On to the show! (laughs) and welcome to the Slightly Credibles podcast. <laughs> I'm Shaleen. I'm Abby. And we want to welcome you to the newest
1: episode. The newest episode. Oh, well, unless you like watched one in the future and then you came back and you're like, oh, I missed this one. And then you're listening to this one now.
0: Yeah. Unless that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, unless that. So, uh, do you have any housekeeping?
1: I do. That's funny because we were like acting like this is like oh this wasn't planned, but it was. <laughs> it's totally
0: impromptu. It's
1: totally impromptu. Um, good segue, Shelly, um, into Thanks. my housekeeping today. I cracked my phone. How? I <laughs> I cracked my phone and I'm really pissed about it. Sorry, mom. Oh, um, no. <laughs> oh God, she's gonna figure out I cracked my phone. She's gonna be so mad.
0: But not for four weeks
1: oh yeah so
0: hey mom i weeks. might have a new
1: phone by now <laughs> now you understand why i didn't lose it <laughs> and i was in the elevator and i was listening on my new AirPods to some french lo-fi like jazz hop oh my god of course you were. <laughs> and um okay so some like cute person came onto the elevator and I, like, struck up a conversation with them. And then they complimented me. And I was like, oh. oh. And then I, like, went to go shake their hand, like, oh. to say hi and say my name. And as I went to go shake their hand, my phone fell out of my pocket. And it cracked. And I started crying. And they didn't say anything. And they walked away.
0: <laughs> Wait, does that person live here?
1: Yes. And they turned out to be my new neighbor. They live across the Oh hall. And I'm really sad. But I, yeah. then I took a video of myself crying, and I sent it to my friends. It's a video of me crying and putting on clown makeup and <laughs> at the same time. God. Oh, we can post it on the Instagram. Actually, it's really sad. <laughs> it's really sad. I'll show you after this. Oh. <laughs> it's literally me just crying and putting on clown makeup because I'm an idiot, and I'm here for other people's oh. benefit.
0: We love you Abby Thanks It was just a lot of bad things that happened at once We should tell our listeners your exciting news Yes I
1: booked a role on a show That I can't tell you So I could be lying about But we'll (laughs) let you know Yeah I'll let you know when it airs I could be lying about that Isn't that fun? This could be all fake And you might never hear about it again Isn't that fun?
0: Yeah you never know
1: But I will be in Vancouver
0: In two weeks Two and a half. It's so exciting. When we get the details and the okay to let you know, we'll let you know. Definitely. So next season.
1: Yeah. But it might be a show you watch because it's kind of a big show. It's a fun, big deal.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's good. And that's housekeeping. I like how I wanted to talk about my phone cracking more. <laughs> <But yeah.
0: laughs> so well, this what Well, you were allowed to talk about it. Dude, right
1: I can't now. wait to show you that video because it's so sad. It's oh. literally just me putting on clown makeup and crying.
0: That's sad.
1: It was really sad.
0: Um, we do <gasps> a some shout, shout out. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Cute. I love that. Let me. Shout say. out, mom. Hi, mom. And my mom was like, I heard you say hi to me on your podcast. Really? Oh. So this shout out goes to Philippi. It says, Love this podcast. I feel like I'm just hanging out with my friends. I love the wide array of topics, perfect mix of casual conversation, spooky stuff, and hilariousness. Excited for more episodes. Woo! And I bet he's ten times hotter now. Yeah. He already was. And then for our social media shout outs, we want to recognize Caitlin O'Sullivan and Jessica Bascom. Woo! Thanks, guys. Yay, social media. <laughs> Woo! Okay. I love validation. Yeah. Give me more. You can, Yeah, keep liking her stuff. <laughs> Are you ready for today's topic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that note, <laughs> Shakespeare. Okay. So or not so, so Shakespeare. So, when I was um, in Oregon. We're going to
1: shake you up with some
0: Shakespeare so some truth. Sh- some spikes. Sh- sh- I can't even say <gasps> sh- it. Shimspikespear. Shimspikespear. Sh- 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 Shimspikespear. Sh- sh- it's sh- time for Shakespeare. So sh- Shakespeare, Shakespeare. I, I keep interrupting you. I found all of these books. That's okay. So, I found all of these different books. Uh, I found. I put a picture of them on our Instagram. Oh! I found these books called Unsolved. And one was Unsolved Enigmas and the other's Unsolved Conspiracies. I
1: love saying the word enigma. I use it so often. I'm surprised that
0: the the book has it. Yeah. And the authors are Sam Pilger and Leo Moynihan. Names are funny. So if you're interested in checking out the (laughs) books, I got them from Barnes & Noble. And they were pretty cheap. They were like... Nine bucks each.
1: Wow, that actually is cheap. Yeah. Especially for Barnes for, and Noble. And it
0: has all these like fancy color photos. So cute. But we're not only using that as a resource, we're also looking online. And I did listen to another podcast called Conspiracy Theories. That's like the name of the podcast? It's an old podcast. So I'm Ooh, sure that so they were like, like the first, first ones. One. It's very detailed. So if you're interested in knowing lots of detailed and accurate stuff, go listen to that. But accurate. if you want fun, listen to us. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and who doesn't want fun?
0: Yeah, because lame who, people. Yeah. Who, Are you lame? You might be I don't lame. Know. Tell me.
1: You yeah. tell me. Lame boy, lame little boy, lame little crying boy.
0: <laughs> so the question of today is <laughs> moving on. Did William Shakespeare write his own plays?
1: I thought he did.
0: Me too. Like, I didn't even know this was a thing. Did you know it was a thing? Not at all. Okay, apparently it's a big Was it a deal. woman? That's one of the stories. And we'll get to that. But Shut Up! I
1: love disassembling the patriarchy. <laughs> you know everyone suffers from the patriarchy, including men.
0: I had <laughs> no idea that this was even a conspiracy theory. I literally had no idea either. And most people think it's, like, a crazy bunch of crap. They think, like, okay, if you look at Why it off, would that be a crazy bunch of crap, though?
1: Like, that happened often, where people would, like... Yeah,
0: we're gonna lie get about, into it.
1: Not lie about it, but, like, put their name under somebody else's work.
0: Yeah. So, we'll we'll look at some evidence as to why it could be, and then we'll talk about... It's not widely accepted as fact. Mm. Um, But there are some famous people who are people that we look up to as literary scholars who do believe that William Shakespeare didn't write all of these plays or any really? of them. <gasps> yeah. Any of them? Yes. Whoa, I just got the chills. Everybody in school in the United States yeah. and probably world, basically worldwide yeah. reads a Shakespeare play. At least wow. one, Wow, right? yeah, that's so true. Did you read one when you were I in think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm okay, sure. Okay, so like Romeo and Juliet. And I saw Romeo and Juliet. Okay. No Mio and Juliet. Yeah. Best movie. Was snubbed. Should have won the Oscar.
0: He has 39 plays. Yeah. And I've read probably six of them. At least. Yeah. So it's part of everyone's like education. Yeah. And life. But yeah. And not only that. They use it all the time in modern movies. Tons of
1: tropes. Yeah
0: they use it as the basis that movie that came out called The King on Netflix yeah
1: it's a Shakespeare
0: it's based off of three of Shakespeare's plays like we just mushed them all together we're like wow
1: no one's creative anymore
0: basically they keep reusing this stuff
1: freaking wake up sheeple
0: (laughs) so it's important like this all of these writings are important Because we keep reusing them and you and they like Wow, yeah. They're kinda like a cultural standard, I guess. Wow. Okay, I want to hear about
1: why this isn't Shakespeare.
0: First of all, we'll go a little bit over William Shakespeare and then we'll go into the
1: His name was William Shakespeare.
0: William Shakespeare. I don't believe it. So I don't believe it. William Shakespeare was baptized on April twenty sixth, fifteen sixty four.
1: Is that the was baptized? Is that the first Thing on his Wikipedia?
0: Yes. Why does that matter? <laughs> okay, so the thing about baptism back then, yeah. that's going to be like the first public documentation of him existing because he would have been born oh, at home shit. Oh. and typically you would have been baptized within the first two weeks of oh
1: being Oh my born. God, so we don't even know if he was a real person?
0: My, okay, so He could be
1: have sent down by aliens. <laughs> that's not true
0: that yeah spread that so william shakespeare was definitely let's not just move past that that's a big deal he was in my opinion he was a real person okay
1: and in my opinion he was sent down by aliens (laughs) for his parents and then their parents were like okay let's baptize (laughs) him
0: that's not like so back then the records would start at baptism guys if you believe me text me oh my
1: gosh (laughs) come on we can band together
0: (laughs) so he was baptized in april April 26th of 1516. April 26th? Hold on, I gotta figure out what his sign was. Okay. And then he died in. Oh, yeah, when? April 23rd of 1616. And he was uh, age 52. He was a Taurus. That's what I am.
1: Hmm. You are perhaps most well known for your stability and
0: determination. We're very stubborn. <laughs> kind of Stubborn Bulls. Shakespeare was born in uh, Stratford upon Avon, which is Whoa. Stratford upon Avon, Warwickshire. in England. Wow, that's a lot of words. A lot of fancy words that yeah. I don't even understand. Yeah. Um, Labor in did Workshire. Is that easy? There was some uh controversy with his family. His father owed a lot of debts, and he was he was suspected of being a Catholic, which oh! at the time, was punishable by death (gasps) because the queen was Protestant. Oh, how times
1: have changed. She was
0: Protestant, and you were not allowed to be a practicing Catholic. Wow. And they even found, I'm not sure how long it was after the death of William Shakespeare, that they did find some Catholic documents and I think a Catholic Bible in the rafters of his home. So, he probably was definitely Catholic, and they just had to hide
1: it. That's sweet. Was he gay? That's
0: one of the rumors.
1: I was looking that up while we were talking. I was like, is Shakespeare gay?
0: He might have been, but when he was 18, he married Anne Hathaway. Not the Anne Hathaway of today. Okay, I just (laughs) made the, like,
1: most disbelieving face I've ever made. I was like... Yeah. Are you messing
0: with me? No, with her name one? was Anne Hathaway. Wow. the crazy thing is he was 18, she was 26. Oh,
1: damn. So
0: back then, it was a big deal. Damn. Like, normally you would not marry someone. That,
1: my friends, is called grooming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, they got married and... you In a rush because Anne was pregnant. <gasps> so six months after... So he's this, bi. And then they had their first child, Susanna. And then after that, they had twins, Hamnet, H-A-M-N-E-T, and Judith. And after they were born, he left Stratford-upon-Avon. So he was like, here's money for the house. I'm going to London. And I'm gonna be an actor. I love that. He left his family Good. though. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he was just like peace out. Yeah. I'm gonna go. But I think it was to make money.
1: He's an individual. So
0: I think so. He went to London Screw and he women started and working as an actor, writer, and part owner of the Lord Chamberlain's Men. But before that, it was thought that when he first started working at the theaters in London, mm. he was what's called a stable hand. So people would bring their horse, they would ride their horse to the theater. That's gay. And then William Shakespeare (laughs) would take the horse and, like, park it. He's a horse valet.
1: He would park it? He would park the horse?
0: Yeah. Oh my god! It really was valet! It was like a (laughs)
1: valet. It (laughs) It
0: really was valet! One of the things that makes people really suspicious about Shakespeare's authorship is the fact that there's very (laughs) few documents left. (gasps) Oh! There's hardly... Any. And there's only one document left with a signature of his at all. Like one verifiable signature. And Whoa. it's his will. <gasps> and there's five different signatures that say William Shakespeare. And they're all spelt differently. So he didn't even spell his name the same in any of them. Wait, what? Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then um, he wrote the words by me. At the top of the will. And in the will, it doesn't say anything about his place. There's nothing mentioned. It's literally about his property. And, like, physical valuables. But there's nothing about, like, the manuscripts that he wrote. And what? he was wildly pro- popular. Like, he... But there was also no copyright laws. Hmm. So... I feel like he, he was popular, but at the same time people weren't talking about, like, the writer of the play. They were talking about the play. Hmm. It was a little bit different than it is now. Interesting.
1: To uh, me, it sounds like this man doesn't
0: exist. <laughs> <laughs> there's act, there is a grave for him, and I think he did exist, but he was also an actor. So he held all these different roles in the theater. Hmm. And before he retired, the company he was working for performed plays For the queen, so he was really important, especially in royal society.
1: Mm. The purple wearers,
0: and he owned one tenth of the Globe Theater. So what's the Globe Theater? It's the big round theater. I think I have a picture of it. Ooh, ooh. So it's a pretty famous theater, especially in England. Only one tenth of it. Yeah, because a lot of people had to pay to get it built. Oh, that's so cool. they would use like patrons and that would be rich. Oh, rich speaking royal. of patrons, go ahead and go on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, they'd have like rich Royal, like dukes or Duchesses, somebody that mm. was, had so much money. Yeah. Okay. So there are deeds of the globe theater and because his name is on the deeds. A lot of people think that that's part of the proof that he wrote these plays like he was a real person and existed Uh. because he was part owner of this giant theater and that's where the plays took place Uh. he didn't just write plays though he also wrote a bunch of sonnets and two long narrative poems so when shakespeare first started writing these plays his first plays were a lot like this uh, other playwright who happened to be the queen's favorite at the time his name was christopher marlowe and he mostly so the queen has
1: a dumb opinion
0: so look so christopher marlowe mostly wrote histories tragedies and comedies whereas like the other playwrights of the time were doing what are they called um morality plays that's what they're called oh so cute most, like for little kids yeah so most of the time be the, good they were doing to your neighbor it was plays. mr roger's Yes, Mr. Mr. Rogers-, Mr. Rogers is immortal. Oh wait, except never mind. I feel like morality plays would be like if you do these things, you're going to hell.
1: Oh shit, they're kind of scary. <laughs> so it's like a Mr. Rogers evil twin.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they did a lot of morality plays, and they would do, um, like, I think Commedia Arte sort of thing. Ooh, you're saying words I don't know. It's like a con, like kind of like a sitcom. That's <gasps> like the precursor Ooh, to sitcom. Fun, 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 fun. And then. Christopher Marlowe started writing these tragedies and comedies that were more intricate and yeah. had bigger storylines. So it's lines. like the
1: parasite movies versus the cats movies.
0: Kind of. And the Boom. queen and the queen liked his style and gave him more money and he got to play at the choice theaters because she was in charge. Yes,
1: Queen.
0: And then Shakespeare was like, hey. Maybe I should write stuff like him, and then I'll get money too. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Shakespeare's securing the bag. He's constantly getting the coin. He's a businessman. He was. He, he was. is a businessman. So or woman. His first couple of plays, he did comedies. Um, I think his... he did. Were they not funny? No, they were. They were some of his most successful and famous plays. Oh. One of them was *Midsummer's Night Dream*, and that's my favorite Shakespeare play. Oh. Fun. Midsummer's Night Dream. Midsummer! Oh. The first recorded works of Shakespeare are Richard III and the three parts of Henry Sixth, written in the early 1590s, during a vogue for historical drama. Shakespeare's plays are difficult to date precisely, and studies of the text suggest that Titus Andronicus, The Comedy of Errors, Taming of the True, and The Two Gentlemen of Verona may also belong to Shakespeare's earliest period. Then, when the plague happened, his son died, and he returned to Stratford-upon-Avon to bury his son. And after that, there's a significant change in his writings. He starts writing more dark tragedies. Oh,
1: because he was sad.
0: Because he was sad. And he wrote Hamlet after his son died,
1: Hmm. which I
0: thought was interesting because his son's name was Hamnet.
1: Wow. But... Yeah. I'm going to pretend I know what
0: Hamlet was about. It's like the Lion King. That's what the Lion King is Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah.
1: <gasps> Whoa, and his... Wow, and his son died.
0: Yeah.
1: That's sad. Because it's kind of about like a father-son relationship, right? Yes. Sad. And then there's a bad uncle. But instead the father dies. Yeah. Interesting. Twisted.
0: But if you're interested in Shakespeare and you go to England, you can see his grave, you can see his house, you can see the Globe Theater. I want to leave America. You can um, go see the church where he was baptized. He's also buried there. That's crazy. And there's only one picture of him that they have that was like a... Like a portrait? A portrait of him. And I don't even think it was made until after his death. Oh, shit. And his friend was like, yeah, that looks like him. Oh So we really don't even know what he truly looked like. Wow. I'm looking just it like up. a guess.
1: Oh yeah, this is like the one picture I know that I think of Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, and that's what everybody
1: Yeah, there's literally when you scroll through Shakespeare picture, it's literally just the same picture in different like um angles.
0: When he retired he did have a good retirement, even though he only he lived He does have long hair. For three years after his retirement, he lived uh, like two blocks away from his daughter and his granddaughters, Aww. and, uh, his daughter Judith lived with him until he died, and the thing, okay, I don't know if this is true, but this is what I heard. His daughter Judith got married to this guy who was a vintner, which means he made wine, Ooh. and at the wedding, Shakespeare, William Shakespeare drank so much that he got really sick and got a fever. Oh. And then he died, like, later that week from the fever. Are you kidding? No, so he got too drunk. So he died
1: from partying. Basically. I love that. I just like him so much more now.
0: (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That's cool. I mean, that's a typical theater person. You die
1: going out hard. (laughs) Yeah. You know?
0: (laughs) So that's a little bit about Shakespeare. There's tons of biographies. You could watch movies about him. You could watch documentaries. My... Telling of it did not give justice to Shakespeare's life. There's so much more information <laughs> out there. But we're going to move on to the conspiracy theories. Yes. Woo! Okay. Woo! So, the first conspiracy theory, and I kind of brought this guy up already. Okay. Is Christopher Marlowe. Christopher Marlowe was in the same social class as William Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Now, a lot of people cite... The equals. William Shakespeare as not being able to write all of these plays because he didn't have a formal education. Shakespeare did go to school. He did have Does to he, drop did out. Did he
1: write like a normal person? Like, was that how they normally spoke or was it pretty fancy?
0: It was a style of writing that Christopher Marlowe's credited with coming up with. I think the open oh, verse so sort of thing. Oh, so
1: he do that. But did he even know how to read?
0: I think so. I, Shakespeare went to school. There's not like a ton of documentation about it, but it is believed that he went to school until he was a teenager, and then he had to quit and get a job. That's all you need. To help with the family. And that, yeah, that's what I was thinking. His yeah. parents were illiterate. Like, they couldn't read or write, oh. but he could. Oh, so they couldn't read and write when, when he was making. That's sad. Marlowe was older than Shakespeare by two months, and he got to continue his education at Cambridge University.
1: <gasps> at he, Cambridge? Yes.
0: He pioneered wow. the use of blank verse in Elizabethan drama, and he was the favorite. He wrote seven different plays, and there's, like, this, I think that they've found some documents of different manuscripts where it has both Christopher Marlowe and William Shakespeare's name. Like, they (gasps) collaborated. Oh, my God. And they, like, worked together to create a script. Okay. But then there's other people that are, like, they were each other's enemy. Like, they were each other's competition. Mm. So maybe they didn't like each other. But I think that they did. Like, the if you're going to collaborate on a script with someone, you probably like them. Yeah, for sure. Whether or not they're your competition. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure.
0: Okay, so Christopher Marlowe. <laughs> yeah. He was at Cambridge University, popular with the Queen because of his plays. And there's another conspiracy about Christopher Marlowe that you would have to know in order to think that he was... Actually, Shakespeare. So. Oh. Christopher Marlowe was a spy for the (gasps) Queen. What? Yeah. What? So, like, there's a circle of people that think that he was a spy for the Queen, and he used his influence as a playwright in court to find out people who were Catholics, and this, that, and the other thing. Now, he would disappear for long periods of time, and people that believe this theory think that he would disappear to go out on like different espionage missions in London for the queen to find out like who's trying to be a usurper or whatever and when he was gone there was this group of people that were like we think he's catholic like why would he be gone so long he's working for the catholic church we can't trust him Oh no! and so they brought him up on charges and brought him to the queen and were like we think he's a catholic the privy council to the queen were like Shit. They were like, he's not a Catholic, and we can vouch for him. We're pardoning him. Oh, so, shit. Because, so he was definitely a spy. Yeah, because he was pardoned. And then... People were paranoid as shit back then. Yes, they were. Marlowe had a lover, Thomas <gasps> Walshingham. What? So he was gay? Is that... Yeah, he was gay. <gasps> oh! So... I think
1: where there's a- one, there are many. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, uh, Christopher Marlowe shared an apartment with this guy who is thought to be his lover. Yeah. And this guy printed out all these documents about atheism. Like, he was trying to challenge... whoa. Yeah, basically, he was trying to challenge state religion and say, we don't believe this, blah, blah, blah. If you were printing out papers about becoming an atheist back then, you were basically signing your death certificate. You're like, here, here, give me my death certificate. Yeah. They traced the papers back to Christopher Marlowe and his friend. Christopher Marlowe was like, no, it's not me, it's this dude. And then the dude got arrested, was tortured, and was like, no, it's Christopher Marlowe. Well, they brought Christopher Marlowe to the court. He didn't get pardoned like last time. Yeah. But he got out on bail. Which is huge, because if he was considered a dissenter of the Queen... Yeah. He would have been jailed right then and there. Yeah, totally. So that's another reason to think he was a spy. Wow. But here's where it gets crazy. (gasps) It's not crazy? A week after he was let out on bail, he was at a bar with these other guys who were associated with the Privy Council, or they were in the court. There was one guy that was like a royal duke, and then two other people that were in the Privy Council. And they got in a fight over the bar tab. And during the fight, Christopher Marlowe got stabbed above the eye. What? Yeah, so he's like, out on Like, in bail. the brain? That's, that's the story. But here's the thing. What the hell? Nobody saw the body except for the Queen's mortician. So only the Queen's coroner saw the body and made the report. And, like, so it was reported in the news, like, Christopher Marlowe was murdered. And not only that... But the guy who stabbed him was released from jail four weeks after the stabbing. So a lot of of people believe it was, like, a fake death. Like, (gasps) they set it up to look like he died so they didn't have to deal with, like, this whole... So he could be an alien and could still be alive? He could be an alien and still be alive! Dude. Okay, so if you believe that he's a spy and faked his death... Then, you might also believe that he's actually William Shakespeare. Dude! So, some people believe that he borrowed the name of an actor, a well-known actor, in the London theater scene named William Shakespeare, and continued to write his plays under that pseudonym. Dude! And Shakespeare's first play came out two months after the death of Christopher Marlowe.
1: Dude! so so do you think he could still be alive and he was an alien
0: um you know
1: no. that's what i'm getting <laughs> that's what i'm getting let me look this up let me look if he exists today
0: so the next theory is about edward de vere the Ooh. 17th earl of oxford okay and he was wait does this have anything to do with Shakespeare? Yeah, well, they think that maybe this guy was Shakespeare and that he used Shakespeare's name as a pseudonym. Oh, okay, so it's not, so he wasn't a woman. So he was educated, he would have known a lot about politics at the time and law and everything that's referenced in the plays. Okay. Where some people thought, how could this commoner know all this stuff, which I think is very short-sighted. Yeah. Common people today know lots of stuff. Common people? So... I think that's a little silly, but mm-hmm. some people think it was this guy named Edward De Vere. Ooh. And oh, so
1: was he, like, super smart and yeah, went to Yeah, he was college super smart. Stuff? He
0: was known as a good poet. Uh, the queen really liked him. He, out, he hung out at court a lot. And he was a favorite within the court of Elizabeth I until he impregnated one of her maids of honor. Oh, so, shit. Yeah.
1: How did they know it was him? They had a DNA test back uh, then.
0: I don't know how they knew. Maybe because they were like, they're just hanging out too much. (laughs)
1: Oh. And everybody's freaking paranoid back then. Everybody blames everybody.
0: Yeah. It was a family tradition to sponsor different companies of actors. And he did that. And he was interested in theater and being a patron for writers and that sort of thing. So some people think that he used William Shakespeare as a pseudonym because... You would use a pseudonym back then because you're worried about somebody taking what you said and saying, you're a dissenter to the queen and getting uh,
1: murdered. So if you,
0: yeah, if you said the wrong thing. Because
1: everybody's freaking paranoid. Yeah. So yeah. that's
0: why people think, oh, maybe it was him and he used his, uh pseudonym. Yeah. There's a lot of different evidence that people will cite saying, oh, William Shakespeare is actually Edward De Vere and if you are really interested in that, go check out the Conspiracy Theory podcast because they go into lots of detail. Mm. I don't think it's as interesting as the Marlowe theory, so we're not going to talk as much about it. Mm. The next theory is the one with Sir Francis Bacon. and it's ah, Bacon! Basically, okay, most people cite as a possibility for writing Shakespeare's plays with Sir Francis Bacon. But not just him, him and all his friends. And that they used William Shakespeare's name as a cover pseudonym and part of the reason that people think that it was written by groups of people Mm -hmm. which I think this kind of makes sense but I do think William Shakespeare wrote his stuff but I do think he collaborated oh so this idea is the idea that it was collaborated Kevin Bacon was
1: who I was thinking of oh
0: Kevin Bacon I
1: couldn't figure it out
0: (laughs) (laughs) so there are some people who think that all of William Shakespeare's work are actually just collaborative effort of lots of people because the faster you get a play out and up on its feet, the more money again. So the mm-hmm. more plays you and get. And he out, got coin. Yeah. So we know he wanted... He was money obsessed. So the more plays you get out, the more money you make. So yeah. the idea was... Some I believe people, that. Some people believe that William Shakespeare was just an actor and all of these other people got together and wrote the plays and that they just used his name. I believe that. I actually think that he wrote... Most of the stuff, but I definitely think he collaborated because there are sections of his plays that are directly from Marlowe's plays. Really? Yeah. Or they're like complete offs. Like, mm. he, like Marlowe wrote this like whole play, and Shakespeare was like, "I like that idea. I'm just gonna change it a little bit." Oh. And so, and I think so. They modern were friends. day. Yeah. So I think they would like share ideas and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it this way. You do it that way." Oh. Or hey, can you write this? Part of the script. Get it back to me so we can put it so up. Nobody gets anywhere alone.
1: Yes. So he's definitely had collaborators. I
0: think it was collaborators. I don't think it's as controversial though as like some people think. Yeah. So this it doesn't whole, seem controversial to me. This whole thing about Sir Francis Bacon. His, I think it was his great granddaughter. Everybody needs. Some help. Wrote a book about how he's actually Shakespeare. Whoa. Delilah Bacon is her name. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I can't stop thinking about Kevin Bacon. And she argued that there were hidden political meanings in the plays and parallels between those ideas and Bacon's known works. Most people can poke holes in this theory. And also, who says that these people weren't talking to each other and discussing these political ideas? Mm. They probably knew each other. If they' yeah, for and, sure. You know, if all these people are important. Collaborators. Yeah. It's like celebrities like working on movies together. Okay, here is the last theory. Are you ready? Love it. You're gonna love this one. Really? <gasps>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. What is
0: it? It's that Elizabeth the First, <gasps> the Queen of England, was actually William Shakespeare. <gasps> <gasps> That's the one I believe. How come?
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. Wait, why wouldn't they put
0: her name on it though? Okay. Because she's the queen. Because she's the queen and. She's a woman. Yep. And you yep. weren't really allowed to do that back then. Oh,
1: uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, I love disassembling the patriarchy. I came into
0: this deciding I was dis- going to disassemble the patriarchy, and here we are. <laughs> okay, so here is this theory. Yeah. The queen herself had received an extensive humanist education from her father, Henry VIII. I had to count that in my hand. Oh, he's the one that chopped heads off, right? Or is I, that someone else? I think so. So she was spared, and <laughs> yeah, he killed all his wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the she was known to be a keen scholar. She loved the theater. She knew everything about politics, history, languages, so rhetoric she was a smart classics. Very smart, Very of course. Smart. Being the monarch and a female, yep, would be risky to put her own name on a body of work. Wow, it would have been. Not taken seriously. It's not just that she probably would have been assassinated, oh! or even though she's the queen. Yeah, because Jeez, she, she. People was, are freaking crazy back then. They're still crazy. Yeah, it's slowly <laughs> but
1: surely getting somewhat iffy better, but not really.
0: The theory though falls down, falls as down. there were plays written after the queen's death in
1: sixteen o three. Um. That doesn't mean she couldn't have written them and then later released them by someone else. By William Shakespeare. But
0: some people do believe she was involved in some of the earlier work. I bet. And she might have been. She might have been like, hey, let's write a play about this. Yes, you know?
1: exactly. You so gotta remember these are real people, you know? Yeah. That have friends and talk to each other.
0: That's, and the thing about it is, is like, even if it was collaborative, or if she was involved in it, or yeah, even, you know, all these things, they're still so important to our culture that... I don't think it really matters, you know. Who wrote it? Yeah. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, because we're as a com- as another a community,
1: as a society, we're so focused on like personal success that we want to like.
0: I think it would be cooler if someone. we recognize like, hey, this was probably written by a group of people, and maybe William yeah. Shakespeare was like the head editor. Yes. But also, something that I thought was interesting is on the manuscripts when they were first done. William Shakespeare didn't put his name on them because it wasn't important. Yeah. Because back then you didn't, like, write your name on it or for copyright. Or care that much about, like, your legacy. You Yeah, you cared about, like, the work you were doing in the moment. Wow. Oh, let's go so. back. But let's not. <laughs> exactly. So do you have an idea about the theory? Like, what's um, your favorite theory?
1: Yes. I like the one where he's gay and an alien. A gay <laughs> oh space God. alien. <laughs> A gay space alien. And,
0: oh, there was some stuff about how... Shakespeare might have been gay because some of the sonnets were like love songs to a dude. (laughs) So, So, yes. So, he might have been. That sounds like proof to me. Yeah. He wrote love poems to men? He was commissioned to write them, but... Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) But you never know. Okay, damn it. I got excited. Okay, my theory is... And this is serious. Well, no. I don't want to be serious. I really do think William Shakespeare existed and that he did collaborate with other people. Yeah, for sure. And I think he had no idea that he was going to still be talked about today. Yeah. Who would? I mean, yeah. I mean, we should get William Shakespeare's ghost to come here and be like, dude, we're making you the subject of our
1: podcast. (gasps) We should really get a Ouija board and then try and like summon the Shakespeare ghost. No! That! sounds like an episode. Aww. That sounds like an episode to I me. Mean, that's a season finale. Yeah,
0: if we don't ever come back, then the Shakespeare goes killed us. Oh, blame Wilma. Wilma Shakespeare. Wilma
1: Shakespeare. Blame Wilma.
0: Uh, okay, guys. Aw, oh, no! So that was our... No! <laughs> don't say it! Hey! <laughs> we'll catch you. <laughs> It's okay. It's from when I dried my hands. Abby, you just threw a a a wet paper towel (laughs) at me. A wet paper towel.
1: As soon as I threw it, I was like, oh, shit,
0: she's going to think that's gross. Her cat's just staring at us. Like, we're crazy. She's
1: used to, she's used to noise. Don't, guys, I didn't, it's not a nasty wet paper towel. It's, it's, it's,
0: it's from when I dried my hands, there was no towels, so I got the wet paper towel. Okay, guys, we want to say thank you, and we'll be back next season. No! I don't want to leave. This was the sign. No, (laughs) it's not allowed to end.
1: (laughs) Shelly, stop it. We have to. No. (laughs) Don't you dare. (laughs) Don't you dare.
0: This was the (laughs) the (laughs) sign. I'm (laughs) Shelly, and we'll see you next season. Bye.
1: Bye for now. Oh, oh! Why, good morrow! Good morrow! Subscribe first! Subscribe it now with thou.